Coming up today on Expedition Retirement, are you feeling better or worse about your retirement outlook? How do you deal with some of the limitations with the Roth IRA? And does something smell bad in your 401k? We'll look at it. Coming up on Expedition Retirement. This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again and welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook and each week Greg and I sit down here talk through some of the things I think you're probably wondering about. There's this thing out there called retirement and you know you're going to get there, but what are you going to do once you get there and who's going to be helping you? That's what this show is all about. Greg, how are you doing? I should say happy Father's Day this weekend to you. And happy Father's Day to you, Mr. Randy. Thank you so much. I am doing pretty well. I am getting over... Uh, the bug, the crud, whatever you want to call it. I, uh, I had a cough and then a sneeze and then a runny nose. This is the first time I've been sick for a couple of weeks. I'm usually a, a one and one day, two day and up on my feet again. And I've been kind of knocked down. I've been taking it easy, Randy. I, uh, okay. I am feeling much better and I'm looking forward to some good weather. It's obviously summertime. So fun to be out and about. I did make some delicious ribs this week. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, baby backs are some of my family's favorites. To watch my little two-year-olds gnaw on the on the ribs is always is a fun thing. And people always ask how I make my ribs. So I'm going to share it today, Randy. That's going to be my big give today. Fantastic. I'm going to give you my rib recipe uh, for all you listeners at home. And I know everybody's got all these different, you know, the different methods. And I'm telling you right now, the secret to any pork recipe is a wet brine. Putting a bunch of spices on your ribs is a waste of money. I'm just telling you right now, it's for the market. It doesn't infect the taste. It all comes off when you smoke it or grill it. Do not do that. Okay. A wet brine, and the wet brine can be whatever you want. Uh, usually it's a high concentrate of salt and water and maybe a little vinegar and some vegetables and some other spices. But sitting it in there for about two hours is what you want. It's about an hour a pound. So you, you wet brine it for two hours. And then I'm pretty simple. 90 minutes for 210 in a smoker. And then I do another 90 minutes wrapped in tinfoil like a smiley face at 225. Okay. And I don't put sugar in my brine because I make my own barbecue sauce. So I think with barbecue sauce, that's more than enough sugar. So I don't sugar my brines. But that is my secret sauce for Father's Day this week. I know a lot of ribs are going to be cooked. If you want to adventure the wet brine, it's a game changer for pork tenderloin, pork butts. That is the secret. When you start wet brining, everything changes because it actually absorbs in the meat as opposed to just dumping a bunch of paprika and other ridiculous salt shakers where you're buying a new dry brine every month because you're just dumping it over your brisket or all that fun stuff. I would take a spin for the wet brine. It does take a little longer to make, but it does pay big dividends. Man, there you go, Randy. It is good to be around somebody who really knows what they're doing with when it comes to cooking. You know, I go out and I and everybody loves what I do on the grill and they say, What's your secret? And I say, don't leave. That's my secret, okay? You can't leave the meat. You got to make sure that you're on top of it. Otherwise, flames come up and everything gets ruined. So he didn't eat it. That's what I do, okay? There you go. All right, so it is Father's Day weekend. And, uh, and Greg, I wanted to bring this opportunity up to talk a little bit about your dad, your parents, and what kind of an influence they had on you. Because I think that our parents, you know, my dad was in radio. So there I went. I went into radio. And, uh, and your dad was not necessarily a financial whiz and, and didn't have a financial business. But tell me about what you learned from your dad as far as money is concerned. I probably learned some of the most important lessons that can be taught from my old man in a lot of ways. You know, he was a uh, 
construction worker when I was born, and then Honda came around 1983 to Central Ohio, and he uh, you know worked his way up from the assembly line into management. Over the course of my life, my mom was a school teacher, uh, so obviously a different path for me. But you know what my old man always taught was the value of a, of a hard day's work, and you know that sounds simple, but it's, it's it's one thing to say, it's another thing to do it. And when you see your dad working 10-hour days or working second shift and sleeping in the basement so that you guys can go on Florida trips, it sticks. You know, his his way of bonding and his way, you know, his his uncle and was a carpenter and a lot of his bonding with his uncle and, and father was about using their hands. And for him, the way he, I have one brother, and the way he related with his boys was we'd go out and we'd chop wood. And by the way, we hated it. Um, we absolutely hated it at times, but looking back on it, that was the, his way of bonding, right? You know, we had a wood burning stove, not the cool kind that people use when friends are over. We had a wood burning stove for heat. So if the stove wasn't on, we would freeze. Mm. Um, so we would always talk about, we know what a yard of wood is. Most people don't know what that is or a mall things Ford, that most people, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. people don't understand what those things are anymore, but my brother and I certainly do. We were splitting wood or stacking wood from the barn, from the barn to the garage, from the garage, to the wood box in the house. And the mornings were interesting when the wood box was empty because mama bear was not happy and Kyle and Greg would be running out in the garage in their underwear, uh, <laughs> filling up the wood box to get the fire started if it was light. But no, my old man really kind of instilled what it meant to put your money where your mouth is and, and, and what a hard day's work was. I mean, he was a, you know, your prototypical baby boomer that worked his way up, you know, not one, not two, but three probably socioeconomic rings over the course of my lifetime through nothing but sheer doing what you're going to say to doing working hard. And, you know, I love my dad for that. And obviously, you know, look up to him and and what he could provide, his ability to just consistently put the work boots on, put the hard hat on, and keep delivering day in and day out. And that's really what gets lost, I think, in today's world is just consistency. You know, the ability to, to get up and, and keep going and, and keep doing what you need to do, even if it's hard and even, even if it takes a little longer and, and, and to do it right. And I think that was something my dad shared, and I can't thank him enough, and I feel very appreciative for obviously having such an awesome role model. Yet, as you have said in the past, as you went through school, became an attorney, and then eventually worked your way into a financial place in your life, you found that the people that your parents were, the financial industry wasn't really interested in them, or that they set up a system where they take advantage of people like that. And the, your parents are the backbone of America. That is what America is. And this industry that we talk about here on the show is not necessarily catering to that particular demographic. Yeah, you know, I, I always think of a Mark Twain quote, Randy. He always said, you know, the two most important days of your life are the, the day you're born and the day you figure out why. Mm. And, you know, not to get too deep here on a weekend, but, you know, I found that my life I was constantly searching for more. I was fighting to be the best at everything, you know, trying to make valedictorian and trying to go off to, you know, Miami University of Business and International Finance and then going overseas and working in London, England, and then coming back and going to you know, law school and top of my class at law school and then go working for a big firm and then a bigger firm. And I, then I end up at the largest law firm in the world, uh, which would on all accounts be the pinnacle. And I just felt empty. <laughs> I felt like, what the heck did I spend the last seven years of my life doing? And I didn't know at the time what I wanted to do, to be honest. I just kind of was like, well, shoot, I just want to go home. I want to be close to my family. I'm tired of working hundred hour weeks and just kind of, you know, sleeping at the office and, and doing the big city thing in Chicago. And so I moved, packed my bags, came back and started in a, a law firm. And not so ironically, I think it was a subconscious decision, but I instantly gravitated towards working with 
people that were underserved. I started working with the other 95 percenters, you know, and these aren't people that are obviously poor. These are just people that don't drive yachts and vacation in St. Kitts and Bart's, right? You know, they don't fly private. They just were people like my parents, you know, middle class, upper middle class folks. And I built this law firm for them and, and we started servicing them and it worked and it felt really good. And then I turn around and I built a financial company that does the same darn thing. We don't take clients usually that are over a certain amount of money because we can't make them happy. You know, that's not what their services are. You know, most of our clients are 250000 to two and a half million of investables. Do we have clients that are a little bigger? Sure. But at the end of the day, that was our bread and butter. And it felt good. And it wasn't until I wrote the book, Fire Your Financial Advisor, that I realized that's what I'm here for. I'm here to be a super pain in the butt to all these lazy, big, you know, industries that have been taking advantage of the other 95 percenters. That's my calling. You know, my calling is to fight back, to, to be the one that has the courage to stand up against Goliath and, and try to fight for retirees and try to fight for folks like my parents to say, you know what, they're being so taken advantage of, they're being ignored by the legal industry and being taken advantage of by, you know, the financial industry. And when you're, you know, being taken advantage of, you're just getting overcharged and underserviced. And that was the rally cry and the passion behind Fire Your Financial Advisor, uh, the book, which you can get at fireyourfinancialadvisor.com if you guys want to take a, a peruse of uh, some free chapters. And, you know, when we, <laughs> we take a step back and say, you know, why do I do this? Why am I on this planet? And I really do believe that I, I know now I'm a disruptor. And it feels good to be able to own that for the first time in my life, to know who I'm representing. And I am out there fighting for people like my mom and my dad because, you know, they deserve better. They deserve someone that actually wants to work with them. They deserve people that have systems and services that are, you know, built for them. And they deserve pricing that isn't just leftover pricing for the ultra high net worth where they just carry over a lazy 1% system that doesn't even work for them. That's about picking, you know, stocks. That's not what my parents need. Mm -hmm. They need tax advice. They need they need long-term care advice. They need to cut fees, not talk about more fees. They need to take less risk, not more risk. They need more conservative and retirement-optimized investments. They need things like that. They need a sheepdog. And that's what we are. We protect and guide at Golden Reserve, and I'm very proud of that. And, you know, our system, the roadmap system, is predicated on those four big risks, Randy, and, and we tie it all together and we do it at no cost with our team of CPAs that we have under one roof, our team of attorneys that we have under one roof, and then our financial team. And to be able to do that all kind of under one roof makes us very, very unique and competitive. And I think when people come in here, they're like, oh, my gosh, finally, someone has talked about retirement, not just what stocks to buy. Well, as you're listening to the show, the thing we want to do here is introduce you not only to Greg, but introduce you to Golden Reserve, how they do business and as you hear Greg's story there, that might be the exact thing you want to hear. That's the kind of guy I want to do business with. I remember, you know, my dad is gone now, and, and this is a kind of a, a melancholy weekend for those of us who have lost our dads. We remember back, and my dad was was envelope guy, you know. He would he would come home with his paycheck, and I remember there was an envelope for church, and he put that in there, and there was an envelope for utilities, and he put that in there. He did all that, and I remember when he died, we were out in the garage, and my mom was going to give me a bunch of tools that he had, and she goes, I'll tell you what's out here. There's money out here. <laughs> I said, really? And we looked around and there was a, a coffee can up there. And I grabbed that coffee can and it was stuffed full of money. And I remember what he would do is he'd take every week, he'd take 20 bucks and he'd put it in that coffee can. And that would be the next money for our fishing trip. You know, that's how he saved his money. And that's the kind of people that we're talking to on this show. And that's you. And 
we want to make sure that you have the help you need when it comes to your retirement. Wealth management is not just for the wealthy. You need help as well. And when we talk about that on this show, we want to make sure that you know that you've got somebody fighting for you. So give us a call, give us a look on the website, and let's have that conversation. What is it that you are unsure about when it comes to retirement, and how can we help? GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. You can start right there. We'll ask you to put in a little information there, and our team will reach out to you. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. It's 855-546-2074. We'll be right back with more Expedition Retirement. All right, here's just a couple of questions for you. Are you retired or are you getting close to it? Are you nervous about running out of money? Do you have a plan for taxes and long-term care? And do you know how much you're paying your financial advisor? These are all good questions. Most of us don't know the answers to them. And that is why Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve has written his Amazon bestseller, Fire Your Financial Advisor. 40 years of exploitation of the American retiree and how you can fight back. Greg, why are you picking a fight with one of the world's biggest industries? <laughs> I don't know, Randy. I guess I wrote it for folks like my mom and dad and people just like them, right? They weren't multimillionaires. They were the other 95 percenters that had to work, earn and really save every penny. And, you know, the book really is a history lesson on how the financial industry took advantage of folks like them in retirement and how we can now fix it. And the book provides you with some materials to really help put those emotions aside and figure out, Randy, if you should fire your financial advisor. Well, there is another way, and Greg has outlined it in his book. Go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. We're going to give you a deal right now. If you use the promo code RADIO and you're one of the first 100 people to do this, you'll get 50% off your purchase. So go there right now, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. If it's time to talk about your retirement, we're here to listen. We're here to help. Find us online again, GetYourRoadmap.com. Well, Greg, we talk about 401ks, and every time we do, a lot of people call the show because there's millions and millions of us out there that that's where we're saving for retirement. And one of the things that you're probably going to find in your 401k is something called a target date fund. And I'll have Greg tell you exactly what that is. But there's an article out there right now, and it was a survey from TIAA, and they know retirement, folks. And the first line of the article says it all. The bloom is off the rose for the target date fund. So, Greg, <laughs> what is a target date fund? Why do we find them all in our 401ks? And what's wrong with this choice? Oh, my gosh. So... Target date funds are like the air fryer. That's where I'm going to go with this. Okay. Marketing genius. Marketing uh -huh. genius. Now, if you guys own an air fryer, you're like, what do you mean? It's called a convection oven, and your oven does it already. But because they call it an air fryer, it becomes an air fryer. It has nothing to do. It is an oven with a fan. Mm -hmm. And your regular oven does that already. And congratulations, you now have a separate appliance called an air fryer. <laughs> So target date funds are very similar. They have a fun number. They get to say when you want to retire. And people love that. It's like, you know what? That fun gets me. That fun understands me. They know when I want to retire. And it's complete carnival tricks and hoopla. At the end of the day, 
you know, they've got some ginned up calculation where they're going to essentially say, as you get closer to retirement, we're going to take less risk on. That's really the short story of a target date fund, right? You know, when someone's managing a fund, um, they control what investments come in and out of the fund. So they're going to say, you know, as you get closer to retirement, we are going to take on less risk. But the fallacy of this argument is what happens if 2022 happens when you own this, when you're in all equities? What if a 2008 or nine happens to this fund when you're in all equities? Now you're paying a fee for this genius work. These experts, these fund managers, these billion dollar salaried geniuses to spin the wheel of fortune with your life savings. And you're hoping they don't land on something nasty, right? You're hoping they don't land on lose a turn or, or go to know, jail, go, go, go to, to jail, jail. <laughs> or, you know, you land on park place and that mm-hmm. is another one. No one wants to land on. I don't know why I'm throwing monopoly references with wheel of fortune references, but work with me, Randy. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm all ears. You're, you're, you're all ears. So <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a marketing ploy to essentially do exactly what most financial advisors are trying to do anyways with your money. It just feels better because it shows the date that you're retiring. So you feel good. Now you pay for that. It's not free. This isn't, you know, a gratis, you know, thank you from the financial industry back to you for all your hard work. We're just going to manage these for you at no cost. No, you know, target date funds have costs and fees and you're paying for that internal guesswork and and balancing. And, And the reality is, is no one knows where the world's going. So if someone says, you know, hey, I want to have a conservative return for the next 30 or 40 years, you know, it's easy. People would put you know, treasuries, a fixed index annuity, a bond, maybe, you know, these are things that obviously don't require a fund formation and extra fees. But when people are like, hey, I want to take on a little bit more risk for five or 10 years, and then I want to scale it back. There's never a one size fits all. And here's the shame, Randy, no one owns these funds long enough for them to ever get to retirement. That's the deepest secret. I think that, you know, if people did the analysis, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard a a couple uh, financial guys talking and saying that almost 95% of these don't reach retirement, which is a crazy statistic. I can't back that up with, I I was trying to find any data I could on the old interweb and I couldn't find anything, but even if it's a fraction of that, you know, it's half. That's pretty disappointing that, you know, these things are supposed to be your only investment all the way through to retirement, which I'm guessing financial managers love because they keep getting their fees for 20 or 30 years to quote unquote get you there. But you know, they don't work. They're out of favor. If you see the the trends, people are selling them and, and, and not hanging on to them, or at least extremely frustrated with their holdings when you see these in almost every major wirehouse, Randy. So I would say buyer beware when it comes to these, because a lot of times, you know, you may end up with just a convection oven when you thought you had something else very fancy. <laughs> You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. If you have a 401k and that's where you spent most of your time saving your money, then you only have a limited amount of choices there. But you may have more choices if you sit down with Greg and the team at Golden Reserve. We can show these to you. And the target date fund may not be the best place for your money, but they're sure out there. And they're a part of all of our 401ks for the most part. Give us a look at our website, getyourroadmap.com, getyourroadmap.com, or give us a call at 855-546-2074. We'll do an analysis for you. We call it a roadmap for retirement, and we'll find out if there's things that you can do better with your 401k. 855-546-2074. All right. Also, when it comes to saving in our 401ks, you've told us that there might be a time where we take some of that money away from the taxable money and put it in that tax-free bucket. That means moving money from a 401k into a Roth. But 
There are limitations on the Roth, Greg. Salary limitations. If you make more than this, you can't use a Roth. So there are people who might be frustrated with that a little bit. Are there some workarounds when it comes to the Roth IRA? Well, you know, a lot of times people talk about the Roth as an additional investment vehicle in addition to their existing 401k. Um, so I think we need to make sure we, we're talking apples to apples here. And most, you know, employee benefit programs where the majority of your retirement assets are stored have a 401k option and a Roth 401k option. And the simple election is, do I want money taken out of my paycheck before taxes or after taxes? And almost every plan now has that. It's been around since goodness. Gosh, Randy, I want to say 20 years, almost 20 the Roth? years. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, the, the, yeah. the Roth 401k. Yeah. So the option to make that election on your 401k. So when we talk to most folks, our conversation relates to that. Now, do you have the ability? Some folks have the side account where they're trying to obviously add additional tax-free growth. And there are limitations all over the place on, on what you can do and, and, and how you can add to these accounts. Now, what I would caution everyone or, or tell people, you know, when you think about taxable money and, and pre-tax money, it is fun to take money out of your accounts before Uncle Sam gets tax on them, right? I mean, it's like, ha-ha, I got it out. And that money grows, you know, obviously tax-free which is fantastic. Everything in a 401k or even a Roth is growing tax-free. But with a 401k or a traditional IRA, and the only difference, folks, I know sometimes people are like, what's the difference? One is a employee-sponsored plan. So when it's at your employer, it's a 401k. When you roll it over to your financial advisor or retirement planner, it becomes a, a IRA. So that's the only significance of that verbiage that matters to you anyways. So when we break this down and think, okay, should I put my money in pre-tax or post-tax? It's a great question. And I would say that taxes are historical lows. And when you take that money out, folks, you are going to pay tax on, on an IRA or 401k. And you're going to pay at the prevailing rates at that time when you make the distribution on all of it, not just the gains. So the entire amount of your IRA becomes a taxable liability, uh, which is the big oversight here. So whether or not you should add more to the 401k is highly predicated on how you feel about taxes in the next 10, 15, 20 years. I'm not going to play that game. I'm going to leave that up to you guys at home. They're, they're easy to add. They're easy to fix. They're easy to move around. But the bigger question to me and the one that gets missed isn't the fun, should I put it in? It's how do I take it out? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I want to spend a little time, Randy, is how do I take money out of this darn thing? Because I know I owe tax on it. Now, if you're fortunate enough to have a Roth 401k, you know, you can ignore the segment. <laughs> Go get a cup of coffee because we all know you can take that, you know, obviously that, that comes out tax-free. So good for you. Kudos. You're in a good spot. Now, because Roth 401ks haven't been around that long, we don't see them as much with the baby boomers. We don't see that election or that change because that was too big of a pill for them to swallow. Why would I want to pay taxes if I could defer it? So a lot of us have both. You have both or usually just the traditional 401k. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I don't see a, as many Roth 401ks as I would like to see in, in baby boomers plans. And when we talk about when to take money out or how to take money out, we need to understand what, what's Greg talking about right now? Is he talking about getting me to pay taxes? That's exactly what I am doing. <laughs> I am getting you to pay taxes. Do not turn the channel. Let me, don't change the channel. I'm explaining to you why. I promise. I promise this is going to make a bunch of sense. Now, in the current system that you've been spoon fed by the industry and your financial advisor for the last 50 years is don't touch your IRA 
Do not touch your 401k until you're 70 and a half because Randy, why would you want to pay taxes if you don't have to? Pay taxes later when you're in a lower tax bracket. Do you ever find when you have a problem, if you wait longer, it goes away? <laughs> Is that like a normal thing? Is that normally how life works where you're like, you know what? I think I may have broke my foot, but I'm just going to walk it off. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see what happens over the course of the next week. No, it gets worse. And that's exactly what happens with your IRA. So the industry has been set up on letting you wait. And it got worse, right? D.C. were so nice. The, the, the geniuses in, in Washington were so nice that they're like, oh, no, we'll let you wait till 72, then 73, and then soon to be 75. It's a win for retirees. So the win is that you can't touch your money for longer? Like, I guess I'm sitting here saying, what the heck is going on here? Have I taken my crazy pills? Why are we celebrating not touching our money for longer under the guise of tax savings? And here's the real, here's the real zinger. Their system ends up with you paying more tax, not less tax. So not only do you not get to enjoy your money during retirement, you're going to end up getting a bigger tax bill. And let me explain to you why. You are retired. Most people in retirement have less income because they stopped working. Pretty simple, Randy. So you're in a lower tax bracket. So what ends up happening is when you wait until 73 or maybe even 75 in the near future when that bumps, well, unfortunately, you know, a spouse could pass away. And the second a spouse passes away, you no longer get the benefit of the couple federal state filing brackets, the tax filing brackets. So your taxes go up. They could almost double. But you still have to take the same amount out of your both your IRAs or both your 401ks, whatever you want to call them. And then it gets worse. We call that the widow's penalty. The kiddo's penalty then kicks in when you, the surviving spouse, whoever that may be, passes because you didn't touch your money because your financial advisor told you not to. It goes to your kids. And your kids are at their highest earning tax rates probably. They're at the peak at the end of their working careers. So now they're going to pay rates, Randy, at their tax rates. Most people don't realize that you don't pay, your kids don't pay at your tax rates, they pay at their tax rates. And they have to take the money out immediately over the course of 10 years. And I bet you that goes to five, if you want Greg's bet on future tax dumb moves by Washington, D.C., because they didn't want the stretch altogether. The stretch went away to your kids, and now we're at 10, it will go to five. Because there are trillions of dollars ready to get gobbled up. And the kids, a lot of times, Randy, even though they can stretch to 10, what are they going to do? They're going to take all that money. They're going to spend it. They're going to spend it. Right away. Gosh darn right they are. They're I just got $300,000. So that means they're going to have $300,000 on their 1040 that year, which means that's going to shoot them up to the 40% tax bracket. Holy moly. So now you're paying almost half your IRA to Uncle Sam because you listened to your financial advisor who said, you should wait. Why would you pay taxes if you don't have to, Randy? <laughs> and that's probably what they sound like, too. That's yeah. what Chip sounds like. <laughs> For all you chips out there, I'm sorry that I use the word chip <laughs> to make fun of every financial advisor, but I'm sticking with it. Chip is my, mm -hmm. you know, anti-hero. Yep. He's my anti-hero. <laughs> so what I'm saying here is you need a real plan when it comes to your IRA. It's your largest asset in your financial house. And just waiting till you're 73 is Uncle Sam's plan. And that's your financial advisor's plan. And it's very simple why. We know why Uncle Sam does it, because he gets paid more taxes. But why does your financial advisor do it? Because if your accounts don't go backwards when you pay taxes, they don't take a pay cut when they charge 1%. That's why. It has nothing to do about you. It has nothing to do about what's best for your family. It has nothing to do with what's best for your planning or best for your taxes. It's about your financial advisor making sure you don't spend any of your money so they don't take a pay cut. 
And that's the unfortunate reality that gets ignored by the industry time and time again. And the only way to do that is to build a plan for you. And that's why one of the biggest tools we use for every client is our tax map. And that tax map is built by a team of CPAs in-house that show you when and how much to take out of your IRA and you can convert it to a Roth or you can just detax it and put it back in the same investments. We don't care. We'll do either for you. And it allows you to have a plan that detaxes your entire IRA over the course of five, seven, 10 years, but it gets your money out of that system with the least amount of tax paid, Randy. And that is the key is just trying to minimize how much Uncle Sam gets and maximize how much you get. It's simple math. It's not that hard. We take the emotion out of it and we're not going to tell you to wait till 73. We're going to start that right away, getting those things out because tax rates remain the lowest they've ever been. We want to capitalize on those now, get that money out of that terrible tax tax time bomb so you can enjoy it. We call it our tax map and it's part of every roadmap for retirement, Randy. When you think about if you've been going this alone, the one thing that you've been doing for your retirement is piling money in. You've been saving it someplace in a 401k, in a savings account, in a CD, wherever you're saving your money. But there comes a time where you're going to have to take that money out. We need to do that intelligently and we need to do that with a tax smart person on your team. That is the team at Golden Reserve. Give us a look on our website, which is getyourroadmap.com. There you'll see the mountain. You'll see the four big boulders that Greg talks about every week, markets and taxes and fees and long-term care. Let's have a plan for all of it. And let's address one of the biggest elephants in the room that everybody doesn't, and that's taxes. Getyourroadmap.com is our website. Start right there or give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. We'll be right back with more Expedition Retire. What's your biggest debt in retirement? For most of you, it's not your home mortgage. It's your IRA and your 401k accounts. You owe Uncle Sam tax on those accounts, and most people have no idea how much. You see, most people just listen to their financial advisor and use Uncle Sam's plan. Wait until 73 and then take out the required minimum withdrawals. But Uncle Sam doesn't let you wait until 73 so that you end up paying him less money in taxes. That's why the Golden Reserve team of CPAs build a tax map for every client as part of our roadmap for retirement process. Your tax map will lay out how much and when to take money out of your IRA so you end up paying Uncle Sam the least amount of taxes possible. To learn more about our tax map and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Coming up in the second half of Expedition Retirement, we talk about you having a plan for retirement, but what if you see mom and dad headed for some trouble? How do you deal with that? If you like to gamble, go to a casino every now and then. Las Vegas is actually changing some of the games, and guess what? Oh, surprise, the odds are tipping even more in their favor. And this is the weekend for Father's Day and the U.S. Open. What can we learn about retirement from that all coming up on today's second half of expedition retirement all right greg um and this is no surprise to you the people at gallup found that 50 percent of americans have not created a will as a matter of fact even those with over a million dollars in assets only 20 percent of people in that category have put together a will so why don't we talk about it again it's very important you talk about having everything handled from an investment standpoint a tax standpoint 
long-term care, but the legal aspect, and this is where you shine because you're an elder law attorney. Why is it important to be talking about this topic? You know, the legal piece is never the fun piece, right? You know, when you come in to do legal planning, it's basically to plan to go into a nursing home or plan to die. Mm -hmm. And that is something that most people would put off. Um, believe it or not, the only worst thing is planning for your funeral, which not coincidentally my brother does for a living. No so my, parent, my parents are completely covered. <laughs> so he does pre-planning for funerals, and he, he works with funeral homes and, and obviously uh, helps support them in their pre-planning services, but he is a licensed funeral director. Mm. So, you know, my mom is like, gosh, you know, Christmas dinner is just a real hoot. <laughs> but, Nobody wants to say, how's work, guys? <laughs> nobody's going to ask us what we're doing. Absolutely correct. So when it comes to wills and trusts and, and estate planning, you know, I find that most people that come in, at least from the baby boomer generation, have a will. And the unfortunate part is the will isn't really a plan at all. The only thing that a will really does is it handles the guardianship aspects of small children. So when people got, you know, had kids, you know, back in the 80s or 70s or 90s or whenever, you know, that baby boomer generation obviously was procreating, um, you know, they essentially went and got a will done. Um, hey, if something happens to me, here's who I want to take care of my kids. And, you know, the will does that. But when it comes to actual wealth transfer, protecting against probate, protecting against taxes, protecting against long-term care, it doesn't do any of that. Yeah, I stepped and, in it one day when you said to me, Randy, what does a will do for you? And I said, it keeps you out of court. And you went, eh, no. And, and I, that's what I thought, but I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, at, wills go through probate. Yeah. The only way that a will actually can be effective is if it goes through probate. Okay. So, you know, it's a court process that, you know, when we win, I, you know, I, I tell people this and they can't believe it. If we don't use the will, we did our job. And if we don't have to go to court, we did our job. So as estate planning and elder law attorneys and our, the way our shop works is if we don't have to use the will, then we have everything tied up correctly in your estate plan. That means we've used transfer on death, payable on death, trust instruments, uh, beneficiary designations, and a lot of other fun stuff to ensure that all your assets leave without having to go through the timely or not so timely court process of probate uh, in your local county in Ohio, or obviously, you know, those th that could take years, Randy. Yeah. So what do you need? It's pretty simple. A quick rundown of the things you need. You need a healthcare power attorney, which takes care of your healthcare decisions if you can't. Financial power attorney, which takes care of your financial decisions if you can't. A living will that says, if two doctors say that I'm clinically brain dead, uh, pull the plug. Don't make my family make that decision. You need a will as a backup plan. So if something gets missed, it grabs it. But then we do a lot of trusts, and, and trusts aren't just for rich people. They're for everybody, and we use them to avoid probate. We use them as the junk drawer to avoid probate organization if you have a bunch of titled assets and accounts all over the place. Or, obviously, we use a lot of trusts that protect your home and other assets from the nursing home. And we bundle that all up. And at Golden Reserve, this is so important, Randy, part of our annual fee, we include the cost of these. Mm -hmm. So we'll actually have our internal attorneys build you your estate plan or update your estate plan if you have one uh, to make sure it's up to date and ready to roll. And we do that for all of our clients. We call it our long-term care compass, but it includes all of the legal documents to make sure as part of our roadmap deliverable, you're getting all the legal structure you need to make it work in retirement because it's not just about finances. You have the taxes, the finance, and the legal all working together. And that's the only way you can navigate Retirement Mountain safely. So let me ask a question about the beneficiary, because that's one thing that we can do on a 401k. They'll ask you to put that down. If you're gone, where does that money go? So you write that down on there. You write a name down there. And then somebody comes in to see you and they decide that they're going to make a will. Let's get all this stuff really locked down. How many times do you find that that beneficiary is not where they really want that money to go? It's an ex-wife or something like that, somebody who's passed away. And it re everything really needs to be updated. It happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, it definitely happens more than it should. 
And what we do is by reviewing all the beneficiary designations, by reviewing the beneficiaries of your will and your trust, we just make sure that everything talks together. We take an accounting of everything that has an account number or a title. Those are the most important things that go through probate. So we want to make sure those things are taken care of and that they're pointed in the right direction, Randy. I mean, a lot of times it's just, you know, we call it legacy management. And, and we want to make sure that your stuff goes where you want and how you want. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people just kind of assume it'll be taken care of after they're gone, and it's not. You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. This might be one of those areas that you have no idea about. You've never had an attorney in your life before, and you've been focused on just making your money grow. That is not unusual, folks. When you sit down at Golden Reserve, we're going to look at the things that you're going to need from this point forward. And one of those is what happens if you're not here anymore and where does your money go? And let's make sure it goes where you want it to go. Give us a look on our website. This is a part of every roadmap for retirement. We're going to look at these needs and get them taken care of for you. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. That's really the easiest way to start. GetYourRoadmap.com. We'll ask you a couple of questions and our team will reach out to you. You can also give us a call, start that way, 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. All right, so I mentioned that we are here to tell you we really need to sit down and build a retirement plan. But Greg, many of us have elderly parents, and what if you see them heading for a retirement disaster? They don't have a will. They don't have these things taken care of. Bringing the family into the discussion about retirement planning has got to be a part of what you guys do. Oh, man, it's the million dollar question. We used to have entire meetings about how to strategize, how to talk to mom and dad. Mm -hmm. um, when there was a usually it is, a, you know, surrounding some type of health event where dad has Alzheimer's or can't make decisions anymore. And then we talk to mom or maybe it's at the, the, the beginning of one of these prognoses. So what I recommend is try to make it easy. Try to make it conversational. Don't be authoritative. One of the biggest tricks we do is act like you're doing the process with them. And sometimes that's helpful. It's like, hey, mom, dad, I'm, I'm going to go learn a little bit more about this. Let's go to this dinner seminar. Let's go to this workshop. Uh, would you want to come with me? And they say, oh, you know, we already have a will. And then you could, we have a bunch of like rebuttals like, okay, well, there's a bunch of new laws that change. Maybe this might be worth a tire kick. Or you could try to use the, you know, hey, you know, all this stuff's going to fall to me. I just want to understand what's going on. You know, mom, who's who's your fiduciaries? Who are your agents? Who are your executors? Who are your trustees? So that we're in a position where we're, where we're not stuck with our, you know, digging through boxes and trying to figure out where mom and dad hid the, the treasure map. All these ways are, 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 are things that can get people talking. I think, you know, the greatest generation was the, the most private. I think the baby boomers are much better at this. The, the greatest when we started the practice, it was tough. It was tough to get mom and dad to come in. It was tough to get them to listen. They were very guarded. They was very private. As obviously the years go on, they become much more open to these kind of conversations. But Randy, a lot of times, you know, we, we have our monthly events. You know, we have our newsletters and we have our website that, you know, lists all those things. And a lot of times those are the easiest things to do is just get them to go to a free dinner. You know, mm -hmm. hey, dad, you want a free steak? Okay, let's go. <laughs> and hearing them talk about some things may raise some eyebrows or get them to understand, oh, shoot, I haven't done a lot of this stuff. Maybe I should kick some tires and, and start revisiting uh, some of these tough topics because it will fall to the kids, right? We see it all the time. You know, you'll be the, you know, the ones, you know, trying to untangle you know, the uh, Christmas vacation light bulb kind of mess of a knotted up, you know, confusion ball. And the only way to do that is sometimes is to, you know, get it right from the horse's mouth. What do you want to have happen here? And, you know, sometimes that that takes a little time. You know, you're going to, you know, maybe bring it up two or three times. Be persistent. You know, be the, be the people that say, hey, we're doing this for you guys. 
And we're doing it also for us so that we're not stuck here trying to argue over who's in charge or what's going on or who's making what decisions. So could you help us out and give us a game plan? And if you don't have a game plan, let's let's get one in place and you can choose it and you can do whatever you want. But we just want to make sure that you're taken care of and you get what you want in retirement. Yeah, I think that if you've ever been through one of those situations where grandpa died years ago and now grandma passed and now we got to deal with the house and all the belongings in it. Uh, it's amazing who shows up. It's also amazing how they change when, uh, you know, they're going through closets and looking at boxes of old coins. And I wanted that picture and I want that. And and then the family squabbles begin. And if that were all mapped out and, and that's I would believe that's what you want for your family, not to cause those kind of problems. It's really important to have these conversations and have them with the team at Golden Reserve. Statistically, it's the number one family divider. Is it really? Yeah, it is. And it's about stupid stuff. And it's basically a extension of bereavement where someone doesn't finish bereaving and they attach to different objects. And then they obviously don't may have an, you know, an extenuated relationship with a sibling. And then this is all they need not to talk to that sibling anymore, which is really sad and the opposite of what mom and dad want. So if you want to keep the family unit together, the best thing to do is to just make the decisions. Kids don't always have to like it, but they fall in line when mom and dad make the call. And the worst thing you can do is leave a bunch of, you know, empty boxes when it comes to what you want done. It is a part of the service here at Golden Reserve. It is a part of every roadmap here at Golden Reserve. So give us a call as we click through all of these boxes today and we talk about taxes and we talk about investments and we talk about long-term care and we talk about wills and trusts and estate planning. This is what they do for you at Golden Reserve and everybody gets that in their roadmap. We'll do one for you. Give us a look. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. Or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Take a break and come right back. If you like to go to the casino and play a little bit, you know, it's not a problem in your life, but you do like to play a little blackjack here and there. Uh, I got some bad news for you. And that is coming up next on Expedition Retirement. You know where to save 10 cents on gas, where the best deals are on salt for the driveway too. Retirees are amazing at finding deals, except when it comes to their actual retirement. We asked 100 retirees how much their financial advisor and investments cost each year, and 100 retirees didn't know. You see, the financial industry has made it so confusing that nobody can figure out what you're paying anymore for the most important financial decision of your life. Many retirees who come through our doors are paying over $10,000 a year in advisor and investment fees. That could be over a quarter of a million dollars over their retirement. At Golden Reserve, we're tired of hidden fees, so we created the Fee Filter. This tool shows you what you're paying your financial advisor and for your investments they sold you. To learn more about our Fee Filter and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, Go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. We will build a roadmap for retirement for you. All you have to do is go to our website, GetYourRoadmap.com. All right, I like to play a little blackjack here and there. Not Guilty. a lot. Me, I, Guilty. That is my game. That's what I like to do. My wife likes to play some slots. And I have some friends who really like roulette. But Las Vegas and other casinos are changing some of the games to give them an even bigger edge. The odds on blackjack, and you'll see that right on the table, usually it says three to two. 
That means if you put down a $10 bet, you blackjack, you get 15 bucks. Now, as you go to the casino, it's going to say six to five, which means if you blackjack on a $10 bet, you get $12. Mm, more edge for the casino. Also, on roulette, you notice that there's some green squares up there, one for zero, one for double zero. They're going to add a third triple zero up there, giving more odds to the casino. Here's what one of the executives at Caesars said. We're bringing in higher value customers and we're already full. So we're kicking out the lower end. I see no reason this needs to stop or it would stop. And as I read that, Greg, I thought of you because that's what you talk about in the financial industry all the time. It is. Let me talk about it. So as, as someone grew up, my, my grandfather loved playing cards, any mm -hmm. kind of cards, euchre, spades, hearts, solitaire. It didn't matter. You know, at our house, we had a lake house growing up. Uh, my grandfather was obviously had nine kids and there wasn't obviously a lot of television on. It was all card tables. Mm -hmm. And we would all get together and play. And a big part of our life was when we got old enough, grandpa would take us to play blackjack the day after Thanksgiving. And I have 21 first cousins. And towards the end of, you know, grandpa's life, there'd be probably four tables of us. And it was such a ritual. And it was such an enjoyment. And and some of us probably played a little bit more like grandpa than we should have. I used to call him the ATM with no fees. So no matter how bad a day I was having, I knew grandpa had enough money in his pockets that he could at least, you know, he'd always have enough to cover Greg's losses. And then I'd have to go home and cut a check. It was, was basically how that worked. But Casinos aren't doing too bad, right? Like yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, how many fountains and granite palaces can you build? Mm -hmm. um, do you really need to be that greedy? And it's because there's no other options, Randy. So, you know, I think if I'm being honest, devil's advocate here, they're not doing as well. And they're not doing as well because of online sports betting. Mm. Because all of these states, yeah, yeah, all these states are rolling out online sports betting. So all their sporting books are taking a huge cut. So what are they doing in return? Well, they're raising their costs. They're raising their fees. And their way of doing that is to lessen the odds. I don't buy for a second that they're already full. I think what's happening is that online sports betting is making it so easy that you can just do it from home. You know, you can bet on your favorite football team or basketball team or whatever you like to bet on from home. And it's legal now in most states. So that, that that's a big hit for Vegas. Mm -hmm. So now they're coming up with new ways to, quote unquote, make more money on blackjack or, or roulette, which is kind of a bummer because it makes it almost impossible to win at that point. But, you know, when I think of the financial industry, it's so funny you bring this up because you're dead on. You know, the financial industry is finding out that they're losing money to robo-advisors. They're losing money to ETFs and indexes of people doing it themselves. They're losing money to companies like Golden Reserve. Mm -hmm. And when we take a step back and ask what's their response, their response actually, believe it or not, is to charge more. When you look at Edelman, they're like one six five or one something ridiculous. Wow. Uh, you know, you know, Fisher and Eddie are one point three five percent or one point two five percent for the uh, the first five hundred thousand dollars. So you're like, wow, you think they would be going the other direction, and instead they're doubling down on the people that they're taking advantage of with the hope that you know what they probably did the math, Randy. They they decided, you know what, we'll probably lose ten percent, but we'll make an extra two hundred million dollars. And that was the math that Eddie and Fisher and Edelman did that said, you know what, it may not be fair. It may not be the right thing to do, 
but the math works. And it, you know what? I, I hate to have this analogy, but it was kind of, was it GM that made the analogy that it was easier to do the settlements for the exploding gas cans for the wrongful deaths than actually do a recall of all their cars? Do you remember that story a long time ago? Gosh, it was an awful story that they, and it came out that they did the math. Mm-hmm. And instead of what was doing what was right, and I know that's an extreme example comparing to financial advisors, but I'm okay making it. And at the end of the day, they are essentially saying people aren't smart enough to leave and we're going to take advantage of them and we're going to charge them more than the value that they're getting is worth. And it's going to work out on our balance sheet, but not theirs. And to help people understand what they're paying, Randy, one of the things that we like to do is we run a fee filter for every one of our clients. And that fee filter breaks down what they're paying their advisor and what they're paying for investments. And I know the knee-jerk reaction. I know what it is right now. Everybody's like, my, no, 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 my, my financial advisor would never. You know, they're a great guy. It's a great guy. I've known him for 15 years. Then don't come get our fee filter because it will hurt your feelings. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it will hurt your feelings. We've had so many people just speechless and despondent. But at the end of the day, it's just numbers. Yeah. You know, we'll show you what you're paying each year. We'll show what you're paying your advisor. And we'll show you what you're paying for the investments they sold you. And then you can make the decision that if paying ten or $15,000 a year for them just to pick stocks and hope that the stock market goes up is worth it, then that's up to you. And if you want to, you know, well, you know, they're my friend. Well, do you get to pay your friend $15,000 a year? I don't have any friends like that because I don't think they're friends. You know, if I have to pay someone $15,000 a year to be my friend, they're probably not my friend. And if they're still your friend, they'd be your friend after you left them if you decided, hey, I'm going to do something else that's better for my family. Um, you know, and over the course, people don't think about that. Now, ten or fifteen thousand dollars is a lot of money, Randy. Yeah. Let's just let's just say that. So that's coming out of your account. If you have a million dollar account, that's probably what you're paying. Seven hundred fifty thousand. That's probably what you're paying. Ten or fifteen grand. If you want me to guess, if you're at Fisher, Edelman, Morgan, Merrill, Eddie, any of those places, that's probably roughly where you're where you're landing. And over the course of a retirement, Randy, that's like three or four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So, I think you have to start asking yourself. Do I want to handle retirement and want my money to go to my kids and my grandkids? Or do I want it to go to my financial advisor's grandkids? And I think, you know, this industry, like the casinos, is big, fat, sloppy, and greedy. And there's no other competition. So they could get away with this for the last 40 years. There was no other tech. There was no television shows, radio shows, or anything for 20 of it. Until the Internet, they had the heyday of all heydays. They just sold mutual funds and charged people out the yin-yang. Now, actively managed mutual funds are almost the way of the bird, right? Like they're on their way out. Everyone's finding out, shoot, they just cost too much and they don't beat the market. So we got to use the ETFs and indexes or we have to just, you know, come up with different ways to obviously stay competitive because the market responded. And we hope that this movement that we wrote when we wrote Fire Your Financial Advisor in a book that obviously talks just about this, about the exploitation of retirees and how you can fight back. If we can start to that movement of people realizing, gosh, darn it, this isn't what's in the best interest of my family. This isn't the best interest. This is just pure greed and laziness. Let's just charge 1% regardless of the value we provide. Like it, it, It's nonsensical. And Randy, not to belabor the fee point, but you love when I talk about fees. I know you do. <laughs> the, the true irony of a 1% model or 1.35% model or 1.65 model is that when you spend your money, your financial advisor takes pay cut. 
When you use conservative investments like CDs or fixed index annuities, your financial advisor takes a pay cut. And to say that doesn't affect their advice would defy human logic. Mm -hmm. It's a huge conflict of interest of you enjoying your retirement. The financial industry is not aligned with retirees. You know what it reminds me of is you ever get up like 5, 5.30 in the morning and you walk down to your kitchen and you turn on the light and there's a bug, there's a cockroach there and the cockroach runs because it doesn't want to be in the light. That's what the fee filter is. <laughs> That's it's, exactly right. Just, I love the cockroach analogy, too. I'm not, I, I'm not afraid of the cockroach either. Wow. Because that's exactly what it does. It shines a light, and they don't like the light. And you're going to see within your portfolio, within your holdings, where the cockroaches are. So let's figure that out. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. It's real simple, getyourroadmap.com. Or give us a call at 855-546-2074. All right, this weekend, along with Father's Day, is also the U.S. Open, which is the toughest test of golf that there is throughout the entire year. They make the greens fast. They make the fairways fast. They put the rough up real heavy. And if you talk to any of the golfers, here's what they'll say. You got to keep the ball in the fairway, avoid the hazards, and be defensive when you need to. And I thought about that. That is one thing that you do, Greg, with the roadmap is help people avoid the hazards. And the hazards are those four things that we talk about all the time. Too much risk, high taxes, high fees, long-term care. These are the hazards that we have to avoid in our retirement. And we just have to play the game smart and get around them. It's very true. For these segments, I have to pretend like I like golf for, for Randy's benefit. Randy is a diehard golfer. And as a matter of fact, I believe he just got a hole in one. He's got a, a hole ago. in and on, Over Memorial Day, I got my first hole in one and I broke par for the first time. So this stuff. guy's an animal. He's a golfing animal. So I, I'm a golf fan when I talk to Randy. Otherwise, I'm not much of a golfer. But for this segment, I'm going to act like I'm a golfer. So okay. here we go. So avoiding the hazards, obviously, be defensive and, and par is a good score. I love those analogies to think about in terms of your retirement. And when we talk about avoiding the hazards, we're talking about the boulders, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the big boulders. We're talking about market, the concerns of, of having a big market crash that could cost you big, you know, up to 50% of your life savings if you're not adequately diversified. And, you know, to be honest, Randy, with most balance sheets we see, almost everything's on the blackjack table, which means their entire life savings are at risk to a potential slide. So that's something that we, a hazard we have to clean up. Fees, we just talked about it at length. Let's cut the fees. Gold and reserve charges, obviously, a flat fee. Look for someone that has a flat fee, if not us, then someone else, that charges a flat fees for the services they're, they're providing, not a arbitrary percentage that is just based on the zeros in your account versus the value they provide. You know, that, that's a huge cost save for you, three or $400,000 over the course of a retirement. We talked about taxes earlier in the show. You know, how do we avoid the widows and kiddos penalties when it comes to your IRA tax dollars? Having a tax map in place, having a plan, all of these things help save, you know, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of your hard-earned retirement. And then last but not least, we didn't talk about this a lot, but long-term care. This is the biggest risk of retirement. Nobody wants to talk about nursing homes. It's just the reality of what people are saying and what they're thinking. And, you know, but at the end of the day, Randy, it's $100,000 a year, period. 70% chance one person in a couple is going in. It's just a hard fact um, that is a reality for uh, you know almost every retiree. And we have to make sure there's a plan. We're not planning for you to go into a nursing home. We're planning if you go in and how do we ensure that your house and other large investments are protected. And it doesn't have to be through other investments. We can do it with legal tools. There's asset protection trusts. There's all kinds of fun stuff out there. 
And, you know, when we talk about par as a good score, I think this is a great, you know, income or investment way of thinking about your retirement. You know, everyone's been talking about, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10% returns. And I always remember, you know, when I was a practicing attorney for almost a decade, and I would talk to folks about how they viewed their money, I'd say, hey, you know, does getting 10% change your retirement? Does it change your life? You know, 10% a year? And they're like, no, no, not at all. I'm not going to do anything different. I'm like, what? Because I, I, I dig, right? I'd say, hey, so what would you do different? Would you go on extra trips? They're like, no, not really. I said, what about losing 40%? And they'd say, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do a lot of things. I'm like, okay. So w- when we think about the market, we always think about returns that don't matter to us. We're chasing things that don't matter to us. So we built what we call a income tent, the retirement income tent. And this device is updated every year. And all it does is show you what you spend, what you received, and it had some holds for travel and how you live your life. And it's based off what you actually spend every year. And then we project it out over the course of your retirement at 5% returns to show you that you're not going to run out of money. And if you can guarantee, or at least, you know, with a high degree of certainty, used fixed products that can get you close to that 5% mark, and you can do everything you want in retirement, why take the risk? Why drive 95 miles an hour to the grocery store when you get there going 35? And that's a different mindset than the financial industry has spoon-fed you because they need you in the market to charge 1%. But if you actually take a step back and say, you know what, I don't need to drive that fast to get my double stuff Oreos. I don't. And I can actually make it there going 35 and get all the same amount of Oreos, then that's the route to go. You shouldn't be checking the ticker every morning. You should be talking to your grandkids and enjoying trips. And, and I think that's what's lost in retirement is you want someone that's encouraging you to spend your money. Our retirement income tent is built so we want you to spend more of your money because we show you that you're not going to run out of money, which is the opposite mindset of financial advisors that scare you that you're going to run out of money so they can keep your money in higher risk investments so they can keep charging 1%, Randy. And there it is. It's a great look at our roadmap for retirement. It's why we do this show. And as Greg outlined all of that, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and say, do you have all that? And if you don't, let's check those boxes. Let's have that conversation. We can start with our website, getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to put in a little information there. And our team from Golden Reserve, and I mean that, our team from Golden Reserve will reach out to you. You can also give us a call and start the same process at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Have a great Father's Day weekend, and I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next week here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered only through investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RAA LLC, a registered investment advisor. Gregory Ayler does not provide investment advisory services nor insurance and annuity products. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 
50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RAA LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ehlers Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ehlers Stallings LLC, tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN number 1655411.